Hey everyone, it's Devin Tan here. I'm a forensic psychiatrist, I'm a child psychiatrist, I'm a dad and the host of the Huddle Wisdom podcast. Welcome. Uh, this is where I like to talk about parenting, I like to talk about mental models that helps you to simplify your life and to help you to navigate life with a little bit less stress, in particular uh, where it comes to rearing children because we know how easy that is, right? Shout out to my Singaporean brothers and sisters. Well done, you guys. You guys are like number one. Uh, most number of listeners this week is from Singapore. New Zealand, please pick up your game. It's embarrassing. France, come on. Come on. Germany. And I have to say... Um, I am very, very happy to have my first few African listeners. Amazing. Wherever you are in Africa, shout out to you. Good to have you here. Welcome. So this week, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, failure and how, you know, what kinds of... uh, what what is my process for dealing with failure? Um, why do I talk about this? Why do I why don't I talk about winning? Well, uh, failure is the mother of success. I'm sure you've heard that before somewhere. Many of my patients, many of my friends, family, me, um, from time to time, we think of ourselves as failures. It's normal. Uh, we all fail from time to time. But the truth is, you would do well to fail more. Why do I say that? Why do I say this? I say you should embrace your suckfulness. Why? Because if you can learn from your failure, learn from your mistakes... you will fail less and if you're lucky you might win that sounds a little bit somber uh, but it's true i think we often discount the effect of luck in winning many times you know winning does not always come down to skill or knowledge when you have two people with the with equal amounts of skill and knowledge uh, and uh, you know they compete against each other in some activity who's gonna win who's gonna win I don't know who knows how do you how do you determine? the probability of one person winning over another. I don't know. I think it comes down to luck and timing. Luck and timing. So if you think yourself a failure, I think you need to have some clear reference points to to make sure that you are not being unrealistic in your assessment of your own ability. 
because everyone is on their own journey and if you've been listening to me long enough I've said before that uh, it's not healthy and it's not useful to make comparisons to someone else's journey in life because we're all different we all have different skills motivations intentions I have a few patients that um, struggle with this idea that they just can't get anything to work in their lives and so they might as well stop trying um, that's very sad because um, if you persist long enough and provided that you've got the uh, provided that you have good mental models and frameworks to use you will eventually um, find yourself in a better position than you were when you first started sometimes i like to joke with my patients you know you are literally one in a million you 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 were a winner from the day you were conceived of course you were. Out of <laughs> millions of little sperm, you know, <laughs> you've, you, 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 got in, you got in there and you were born. Well done. You're a winner. Already, you're a winner. <laughs> it's all relative. The thing is, don't compare yourself to someone else. It's so, so easy for me to say that so easy for me to say that i know but it's a trap that we fall into all the time but it's not healthy it's not helpful some people tell me um devon i wish i was never born full disclosure i remember when i was a kid in states of rage and frustration i i used to say those sorts of things too Okay, um, but you know I can't push you back into your mother's womb or into your father's testes. You're here. You're here. So make your life count. Life is not easy. Life is a struggle. It's harder for some people. It's not designed to be easy. People who say it is uh, in advertising or in politics. <laughs> <clears throat> supposed to be easy. No, it's not. It's supposed to be easier. No, it's not. Life is just what it is. You just deal with what's in front of you with the strengths, skills, knowledge that you have. And you make the most of it. You make the most of it. The sooner you realize that everyone is different, we all have our own skill sets, we all, all have our individual gifts, limitations. So it doesn't make sense to compare ourselves to one another. But 
as a society, we constantly do that. Constantly do that. We always do that. It's just part of being human, I guess. We live in a culture where failure is not celebrated, you know. We celebrate winners. We're afraid of failure. Uh, and we get stuck when we fail. We, we say, I failed, I might as well stop doing what I'm doing because, you know, what's the point? What can you do to help yourself learn from failure? Um, to fail well. How do you fail well? How do you learn from your mistakes? It's important to realize that um, you, you need a process that helps you to rapidly identify gaps in your knowledge and skill so that you can then address your skill deficits. Maybe it's not a skill deficit. Maybe it's a matter of timing. Maybe you've applied a certain skill or piece of knowledge at the wrong time or at a time that doesn't suit the situation. But you need to experience failure so that you get a feel for the problem so that when it comes up again, you don't make the same error. But you need to go through the process of actually analyzing your gaps, analyzing your mistakes, analyzing your missteps. What have you missed? What have you not thought about? Um, you know, in, in many cases, when you have discovered um, that you may have failed in one area and you try and plug that gap, you find that you still make mistakes. It's like grasping at clouds. Um, you know, the process of learning is not always easy. It can feel hard. And sometimes it feels like You'll never master a particular skill. But believe it or not, the longer you stick at it, the better you do get. Some people progress faster than others. And it's not because they're smarter or, or stronger or more skilled. They've just been able to apply their knowledge and skills at the right time. So again, there's a little bit of luck involved. But there's also meta skills. There's also a skill to apply a skill at the right time. But in order to learn how to do that properly, you need the experience. So you need to stick at something long enough to be able to discover. To discover that for yourself. It's like when you start playing a, a new video game. I remember when I... Uh, started playing, um, I don't know if you remember Mortal, Com <laughs> Mortal Kombat, and I think this was like, this might have predated Tekken, um, but it came after Street Fighter, I think. Um, it, when I first got the game, I remember I would just like mash buttons on the keyboard, just mashing them, and it was very frustrating because I'd always, you know, get defeated, right? But once I started to learn a few combinations, um, yeah, sometimes I, I apply the combination at the wrong time and I still lose. But if you persist, soon you'll discover that you can apply certain combinations of moves at certain times 
which increases the chance of you winning a match. Now, it's not a matter of knowing what buttons to push, because I know what buttons to push. It's about knowing when to apply a certain move. So, timing. But how do you get the timing right? There's no other way to get that timing but through experience. You can speed this process up by getting feedback. Feedback from people that you work with, uh, your mentors, your coaches, your psychiatrists, friends, teachers. Ask them, hey, uh, where, you know, where did that, where did I go wrong there? Uh, what can I do better? The more uh, feedback you can take on board, the better you will become. Over time, your knowledge compounds, your skill uh, improves. If you stick at it diligently, we as human beings have a hard time comprehending uh, this idea of compounding and that's because we think in linear ways. Um, uh, there was a saying I heard, um, I might be, I'll, I'll have to paraphrase, but uh, something along the lines of, we, we often uh, overestimate how much we can achieve in a year, but underestimate how much we can achieve in five years. Um, so I think, I think the, the, <laughs> the magic of time cannot be discounted. Um, if you can stick at something consistently, you will be amazed where you will be in five years time. As long as you know how to learn. That's part of the fun, I think. I think um, it's. I think having a process for learning protects you from um, overwhelming negative feelings that that a lot of people get when they fail. They feel like it's a lost cause. They feel that they have no control over their situation, and they give up. Give up completely. It's too hard. I think having a process protects you from uh, from from doing uh, doing from just throwing in the towel because it be then becomes a bit of an intellectual exercise. So I hope that this has been encouraging in some way to you, my friends, because I truly believe a fair degree of life is about showing up. You just have to keep showing up. But it's also really important that um, you know, you learn how to learn from your mistakes, from errors, from failure. You can also speed up that process if you understand certain concepts and principles, just like what I've shared today. Because this stuff compounds over time. As long as you stick with it, your success rate increases. 
before I go, I just wanted to do a little plug. I hope you don't mind. Um, I've got this uh, audio-based course, which um, uh, which I call the practice of empathic discipline. And essentially, uh, I share nine ways to help you succeed with empathic parenting. Succeed with what? Um, the main thing with the course is that I want people, parents, to be able to connect with their kids in such an authentic and real way that they can't help but be the greatest influence in their children's lives forever. How awesome is that? If you can be the greatest influence in your kid's life, that's awesome because kids need their parents. We always need our parents. I still need my parents and I'm like in my 40s. We underestimate how much good we can do as parents. The world is so much better when parents connect well with their kids. In the digital age where there's so much competition for our children's attention, um, TikTok, Instagram, sadly, other things like OnlyFans and things like that, um, children are getting lost. Parents need to be there for them, to be the anchor. We need to be able to connect with our children. For those of you who feel like you're failing to connect with your kids, I want to give you the keys, the ways, the, the, the skills, the, the knowledge that you can apply in your life now so that you can connect with your children in a powerful way. But I forewarn you, you have to stick with it. And believe me, uh, you're going to compound your knowledge and your skills to be able to do this with your kids if you stick with it. So check out huddlewisdom.com forward slash practice. And I um, uh, got a few Singaporeans ready to pull the trigger there. So um, yeah, look at the show notes and um, click on the link and uh, I'll take you straight there. And my happiness guarantee means that I'll give you your money back if you don't like it. How good is that? It's risk-free. Anyway, have a great weekend. I love all of you. Uh, I really appreciate your audience ship is that a word thank you for lending me your ears i wish you every success even though it's not as big as someone else's who cares keep going you're a success you're a winner in my, in my book adios my friend. see you next time